Hi guys and welcome back to the Boise Barsies podcast. Welcome back to all the Boises and Gelsies that listened last week. I can't believe how well it went down, like the amount of support messages I've had and just people saying they can't wait for the next one. Thank you for everyone who's listened. It just means, honestly means the world to me. I just done it off the cuff, like just thought I've always wanted to have a podcast. So I just went for it and like recorded my first one. This second episode's taken me a bit longer because I've had to think about what I'm actually going to talk about, but I've got it sorted now, so let's jump into it. So over the last probably three or four months, I've been getting a lot into football cards. I mainly started looking at them because obviously the Pokemon boom went a lot went on everyone was into Pokemon cards and in my head I kind of wanted to see what the next thing was going to be that boomed up. Obviously basketball cards are crazy as well so I thought football cards surely they're going to have a little bit of a boom. So I started like watching some YouTube videos, some TikToks, a guy called Sports Cards UK. He was showing that he'd picked up a load of rookies. I wasn't really sure what they were at first. But I looked it up and it's like the first card or first sticker of a player, mainly. The American ones aren't actually correct. Some of them have the rookie card logo, but it's not actually their first card or sticker. So you just got to watch out a little bit on them. But anyway, I was chatting shit. Um, I was started by watching TikToks and YouTube, like I said. And I literally thought, I can probably get into this. Because I've got a good eye for stuff. I've been reselling for like five years. And I thought... I might as well give it a go like everything. It's best just to jump in than just to talk about jumping in. So I also learned that next year there's a going to be a David Beckham documentary on Netflix, which if it goes down anywhere near as well as The Last Dance about Michael Jordan, I reckon his cards and stickers will soar in price, especially if it goes mad in America because he's obviously big there as well. So I decided I'm going to look at his early cards. I... The first one I looked at, I think there's one by something called LCD Publishing or something. But that card is crazy prices. It's like a £1,000, like ungraded, I believe. So that one was out of my price range. And I didn't really want to buy it anyway. If it was like a couple of hundred, I probably would have grabbed it. But I was buying stuff with the thought of grading them in the future. So the first card I actually looked at was like, I think it was in the 1997... Um, England card that was the second card I looked at so that one is by Upper Deck and at that point the boxes were like I think the cheapest on eBay was like five between 500 and two grand so again that card slash box was a little bit out of my price range at that time lucky later on I found some but I'll talk about that in a bit so the one sticker that I could actually afford at that point well I could afford them all but the one that I thought was good value for what it is is the 1996 Premier League sticker. It's his first sticker it's in his rookie year as well. And I saw it was trending around like 60 to £100 pounds at that point. So I thought that seems pretty good because in like a PSA 7 or 8, I believe it sells for around 500 I could be wrong there, but I think that was the prices. And I'm thinking, like as like I said earlier, with the documentary coming out, that should push prices up. So if I was able to get like a PSA 7 or 8, it might push towards 700 to to £1,000. Obviously, if I do manage to get that condition. 
So I found one on there and it was a Shreddy special edition, which I believe either you found in the actual Shreddy's boxes or you had to send away the backs from the original uh, 96 Merlin set to get it or some kind of thing like that. But this is like, I think it's a little bit rarer than the original because obviously you didn't get it in standard packs. So I saw one on there for, I think it was £80. And I thought, I've been thinking about it for weeks. I'm just going to buy it. I'm just going to go for it. So I brought that and the condition's actually really good on it. The centering's off, which is in PSA terms, it's not great at all. Like you want it to be, if it's perfect centering, sharp corners, the surfaces are perfect, you're going to get PSA 10. But if it's off centre and it's not perfect, I reckon I could probably get a, like a PSA 6 for it or a 7, which is still good money. From £80, it's costing me £20 to grade it. And so I'll be £100 in and hopefully get at least £500 for it. I got in at the, at the start just thinking of making money in the future. I wasn't going to collect any. I just saw it as like a way to make more money. It's like reselling. It's just another like way of reselling, to be honest, for me at the start. Obviously, now I've got a little bit into the Newcastle cards because that's who I support. But we'll get onto that in a bit. So I brought that one. And then I found these 1997 Futera boxes. They're Manchester United. And you actually can get, I think, five or six Beckham cards in them. So I saw them and the prices were so cheap. Like it's his second season. So it's not his rookie, but still very early. So I saw them. I think they were £23 for a box of, like per box of 48 packs, which works out at what? just over 50p a, a pack something like that or just under something like that you know you can do the maths so I saw them and I thought that's a bargain even if you didn't get Beckham in them so this bloke had I think 16 up for sale and I thought you know what I'm just gonna buy them all because I was thinking when the documentary comes out see I've got a lot rested on this but when it comes out I was hoping I could flip them for like 100 quid at least because like obviously Beckham's in it so I brought the first 16 got them through the door and I was thinking I'll list them for like £100 right now because I'll be the only one on the market and then the guy I brought them off found another 16 found another 16 so he messaged me he's like I've got another 16 if you're interested let me know so I left it for a couple of days saw that it sold two or three more and I just thought fuck it I'm gonna buy the rest of them so I think I ended up with like 30 32 something like that I don't know if he had exactly 16 but I ended up with around 30 boxes so I got them through and I was thinking I'm just gonna have to hold them until next year but then I thought I'll just list it now for the the I think I listed it for 95 quid in the end per box and I thought if they sell they sell if they don't I'll wait till next year I'm not like I'm not worried about that money right now because I know it will come in the future but then, like, the football cards got more of a following and people were buying more Beckham cards. So a couple of mine have started to sell. Like, I think I've sold five boxes so far for between £70 and £80 pounds each. So that's, like, three times my money on every single box so far. So it's really going well for me already. And I'm so happy with it. And I've just been buying more and more cards. I was getting quite into stickers at one point, 
I thought that was going to be the kind of niche I was going into. I brought like a Frank Ribery rookie sticker, some Vieira stickers. What else did I get? I brought some boxes of Bundesliga 2011-2012 stickers because you can get the Sun rookie sticker. So I brought, I think it was three boxes of them for around £100. And that's just me estimating that that rookie sticker is going to be worth good money. Like I I pulled, I think, two out of the three boxes. So for them two stickers, it's cost me around 60 quid, which sounds a lot. But they're selling for like 50 to 60 pounds each now, ungraded. And I've actually sent them off to get graded. And even if I got a seven or eight, I reckon I could still, a PSA seven or eight, sorry. I reckon I could still manage to pull in like at least three, 400 pounds for them. But I reckon I could probably push it up to five or 600, depending on how many get graded. And if anyone drops a market on them. So I went in for that. And then I've also brought, like, there's a 2011 box of stickers, which is like £15 on eBay, which is so cheap. You get 100 packs. I've told so many people about it because you get the the Gun, Gundogan, I think his name is, the Man City Centre Mid. I don't know how to say that name. And the Cruz um, rookie sticker, which I reckon graded their what, 200, 300 pound stickers, as long as you get like a nine or a 10. Because it seems like it's harder to get like better grades, PSA grades in stickers. I'm guessing because the corners get bent more easy and just like no one really in the past was collecting stickers and keeping them in like sleeves and top loaders to like preserve the condition because no one really knew about the PSA. No one really knew about the PSA grading before and like no one really thought that there was going to be value in them in the future. Otherwise, everyone would have kept them. But anyway, moving back on to what I was buying. So I brought them Beckham stickers and the Beckham cards and I'd moved on to some stickers and I also started buying some of the American cards just because they look a lot better than the UK ones. You don't want to be buying Match Attacks or Adrenaline XL. They're just printed like in such high quantity that there's not really many of them that are worth money. There's obviously some that are like some of the limited editions, but most of them are worth like a pound or a couple of pound, which isn't really the kind of sales I go for personally. Fair play if you do. You've got a lot more patience than me, and if you're doing a lot of turnover per day, it's worth it. But that's not really for me. I like to more go for the investments, so the players' cards that are going for like between, I don't know, £10 and £100 at the moment that I can see, like, profit potential in the future. So that's why I started looking at, like, Alan Shearer because he's my favourite player ever. And his rookie card for Southampton is, like, I think currently it's around 10 to £20, like, depending on condition. But, like, most of them were really shit condition on eBay. So I started looking at the box that it came in which is a Proset 1990-1991 box. And in there you can also get the Ian Wright rookie card and the Roy Keane rookie card. So I thought if I can get one of them for a good price and potentially pull a really good condition rookie of like Alan Shearer, then I could be in the money because a PSA 10 of Alan Shearer sold for around six or £700 within the last year, which is crazy. So I looked up the box done some research for like a week trying to find it and then I found it and it was 
40 pounds in the UK, which I thought was crazy because you get like 36 or 48 packs in it. So it's still less than like a pound per per uh, pack. So I, I brought, I think, two of them originally. And I my idea was to open them. But then I watched someone else's video and he was like, these could become like really valuable. So it's best to keep them sealed. So I'm still a bit conflicted, like what I'm going to do with them. But I brought one more and did open that one. And I pulled, I think, two or three shearers out of it. I sent one to my mate. And I sent one off for grading. So hopefully that one comes back a good grade. But I'd say if you're looking for the top condition, if you can get the boxes that they came in for a decent price, you're more likely to get a higher PSA grade. I know now PSA have put their prices up. It used to be like 10 to £15 a card, I believe. Maybe 20 But I think recently they've doubled their prices, which is putting off a lot of people. So you've got to factor that into your cost now. Is it worth it once you're paying the double price for the grading? So for the shearer, if you paid £40 for the box and you got a perfect condition one and it cost you another 50 quid to grade it, but you managed to get a PSA 9 or 10, I'd say that'd probably be worth it. But obviously you're not guaranteed to get one a shearer at all or two, it might come out in bad condition because the boxes are like 30 years old cars have been rattling about inside the packets and obviously you're not guaranteed a high grade and to be honest back in them days i don't think they were really worried about the print quality at all they were just like we'll print as many cards as we can and we'll sell as many cards as we can it wasn't really a collector's market back then especially condition wasn't a big thing obviously people collected them to complete the sets but i don't think as many people collected them to keep them in the best condition and potentially because grading wasn't about back then Fair play to the people that did, because they've probably got a lot of money at the moment. But yeah, so that's the first box I brought. And then I started looking at other boxes. Like I said, I brought them Bundesliga sticker boxes, and they worked out quite well for me. I did have a fail on a Serie A box, which is the Italian League. I brought the 2013-14 season box, because I thought you could get the Bruno Fernandes rookie sticker in it, which had a crazy sold price for like 400 or £500. Pounds. And the box was around like £70. But then when I received it, I looked it up a bit more. This was like a spare of the moment thing when I brought it. I'd only been looking at the sticker for like 10 minutes. And I dived straight in and fucked up. Like when I got it to me, I looked up the Bruno Fernandez sticker even more. And saw you only got it when you brought an update like booklet or something like that. So in my box, there was literally nothing I could pull. I think you could get like a Bellotti rookie sticker, which in my eyes, isn't really a very much wanted one. So that was a bit of a fail for me. I actually sold it the other day for 60 quid, so I lost money on that box. But I blame myself for it because I jumped in after 10 minutes of research thinking I was going to make top dollar and ended up losing a tenner. So the moral of the story is always do your research. Put in a couple of hours research before you buy your first player at least. Or buy a box. Make sure in the box you're getting, you can actually get the players you think. Because there's a lot of boxes that look similar. So, for example, in Spain, their main like cards are called Mega Cracks. And the 2020-21 season has got a Series 1 and Series 2. Series 2, you can get Pedri, who's a Barcelona youngster that people are hyping about. And you can get his rookie card. 
but it looks the the box looks exactly the same as a series one. So I believe there is a way of like finding out, but you'd have to do your research to find that because I have no idea myself. So spend a couple of hours if you are looking to buy that. Just be careful when you're buying stuff because, like I said before, you don't know what's going to be in the box unless you put your research in, especially if it's from a different country because you won't be able to read the writing on the front unless you Google Translate it. So always do your research. So after I brought that box, I started looking at other boxes and my eyes got caught by the big prices people are paying for Messi and Ronaldo stuff at the moment. It's because all this GOAT stuff like... Gary V's come out and said that they'll be the players that are worth more in the future, so everyone's jumping on it. It's like when the basketball cards first started hyping. He talked about Luka Doncic, and now his rookie card, I believe, is like £800. So it's all just, you've got to watch out for the hype as well. You've got to think, are we at the top of the hype or the bottom? Is there room for improvement, like in the price? So again, all comes down to research. I keep saying that, but that's literally all it is. But anyway, I was getting excited about the... Um, Messi and Ronaldo and I thought I'd look at their first tournament which for Ronaldo it's actually Euro 2004 so I picked up a few of them packs I think I brought around 10 for 20 odd quid something like that and I actually opened one on my Instagram live and pulled a Ronaldo which was crazy because that sticker's going for like 70 pounds raw at the moment raw means not graded so that was crazy and I've sent that off to get graded because even in a PSA 6 or 7, it's like a free £400 sticker. But anyway, I was looking at the 2006 World Cup because I used to collect them cards and stickers when I was a boy. I was, what, 11 at that time? And I used to, I can remember just walking up the shop on my own or with my dad, something like that, and buying these packs. I think they were 35p a pack back in them days, maybe 50p for the cards, but... My dad would give me like three quid and I'd get like eight packs, something like that. Whatever the maths for that is. And that would like complete my day. I'd be opening the packs, putting them in my folder. And does anyone else remember when you had like your pile of swaps, you'd arrange them in team order and then put all the shinies at the back and obviously have the non-shinies at the front. Let me know if you remember that, anyone. Drop me a DM on Instagram or something. But yeah, so I started looking at them, and in 2006, there was one called, it was Goal with three A's in it or something like that, uh, Goal World Cup 2006. So I started looking at them cards, and Messi and Ronaldo at that point, I think the cards were around 15 quid, I think they're around 50 to 60 now, and I saw a box came up for sale, a box of 40 sealed packs, and the box obviously was sealed itself, so I thought, I'm going to bid on this. And I put a snipe on it, which I've, I think I've said before, I use a software called Gixon, which is like £7 a year for unlimited snipes. So I um I put a maximum bid of 200 quid on there, which was quite high for what they were selling for at the moment. Because like I said, the Messi and Ronaldo were selling for like 15 to 20 quid raw. But I, in my eyes, I was thinking I could get a Messi and Ronaldo in there and they could be like the top condition. And then obviously, if you're getting a PSA 10, you're probably f- thinking, what, five, six hundred pound a card even back then, which was only three months ago. I'm talking about it like it was 1995. It's only three months ago. But so I put a 200 pound max bid on it and just forgot about it. And then it popped up on my phone. You've won it for, I think, 134 pounds, something like that, which and I was like, hmm, do I actually still want it? 
and I was going to be one of them pricks that was like, oh, I didn't mean to bid on this. The amount of times I get that is disgusting. But I just decided um, you might as well just pay it because I was either going to open it on a live or just put it away and hope it goes up in price over time. So I got it through and I just put it on the side and had it in the back, back of my videos. People, when I was doing my lives, they were like, oh, nice box in the back. You've got a nice box collection, which I was getting hyped about. for thought I was a bee's knees. I've got to sound like my mum. <laughs> the dog's bollocks in, more, in better words. But yeah, so I had that in the background. And then the prices for that card started, the Messi and Ronaldo started to go up in price. So like I said, now they're around 60 to 70 quid, I believe, in good condition. And the box I have now... The last sold in America was a thousand pound, which is crazy. So I brought it a month ago for a hundred and thirty-four quid, and it's got sold for a thousand. But I believe in the UK it's actually got one listed for sale for six hundred, but that is unsealed. So whether it being sealed as makes it worth another four hundred, who knows? But either way, I'm down to make some good money on it, which I'm happy with. And it's a business expense, and it? it's all part of the reselling business, and it's. Also lovely to like still have in my hands. Like it sounds weird, but to have something I had in my childhood just on my desk when I'm working, it kind of just makes me nostalgic, which is obviously always great. I love feeling nostalgic about anything. So I'm always down for that. But yeah, I'm going to make some good money on that. I've brought lots of amazing cards. I've sent 57 cards off for grading. I actually got it in there the day before the price changes. So I'm happy about that. I sent off a Charizard as well and a Blastoise, which I got in a trade. If you haven't seen that, check my uh, Instagram. I've done a trade for a Switch, where I brought a Nintendo Switch Lite brand new from Argos for £200 and advertised it on um, Argos for trades only for Pokemon cards. This is when the hype was crazy for them. And I left it up there for like two, three weeks, had some shit offers, people offering me like, some brand new like shit cards but I just was like nah I'm not interested mate and then someone popped up and said I've got a folder of the base set and I was like oh wow he was like yeah including the big three which is Venusaur, Blastoise and Charizard and I was like okay I'm definitely down for this but I actually saw it a day late so I was like oh my god he's definitely sold them so I messaged him and he got back to me he was like I'm actually shopping up the road from you I think it was like in Ipswich or something like that and he's like, I brought them with me in case you in case you answer my message. So I was like, yes, mate, I'm down for this. When do you want to meet? He actually brought them to my house and we just traded on my doorstop. Doorstop? Doorstep, not doorstop. <laughs> and um, the collection was mad. It was a full fossil set, a full jungle set, and then all the 16 shiny cards or hollow cards, whatever you, whatever you want to call them, from the Pokemon base set. So I traded that whole lot for a £200 Nintendo Switch Lite. And I've already sold, I think I've sold the Fossil set I got £300 for. And I've raffled off a load of other shiny cards. So I'm definitely in profit on it. Probably like 150 quid in profit at the moment. And I've still got the Jungle set or the Fossil, whichever one I didn't sell. And the 16 um, Hollows from the base set. So I still had the Charizard and the Blastoise left over, and they were in decent-ish condition. Probably a PSA, I want to say a PSA 6 or 7, but even if it came back a 4 or 5, they owe me nothing. So 
would just be lovely to have them in a, in like a PSA slab. I'm sorry if I've this episode has just been talking about PSA, but that's just what I'm into at the moment. So I might as well rattle off some bollocks to you about it. But yeah, so I've sent them off with the shipment. Hopefully, I mean, PSA is backed up like crazy at the moment. So I'm probably going to have to wait a year to get them back. But when I get them back, I'll definitely do a video on it. Or I'll just be posting it all over my Instagram. And I just can't wait to get them back. So I sent them two off. I sent, I think there's 55 sports cards in total, including... If you've got this in your house, you're in for some good money. London 2012, they done Adrenaline XL cards, which usually aren't worth money. But the London 2012 ones have a Usain Bolt-like shiny card, a Anthony Joshua, the boxer, rookie card, a LeBron James shiny card as well, and a Michael Phelps. And I think there is a few others as well. And they are actually worth really good money now. When I started buying them, the Anthony Joshua was... And again, this is only back a couple of months. The Anthony Joshua you could pick up for around 20 to 30 quid. And I brought a folder which contained the Usain Bolt. No, not Usain Bolt. LeBron James, Anthony Joshua, Michael Phelps and one other one that was half decent. I I paid like 70 quid for the folder. And I also brought another folder with the same amount for 40 quid. So they probably owe me, what, 20, 25 quid a card. And now they've... They've just like rocketed in price. Like I think the cheapest Anthony Joshua at the moment is like ninety to one hundred and ten pound. That sounds very on point, doesn't it? But I saw one for one ten yesterday. I'm not just plucking one ten out of my head. Oh, ballpark sum, I'd say one ten. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. So if you've got that at home, if you've got that folder, and you're not looking to invest in them, I'd say sell it now. It's the best time because you'll get. Probably a hundred quid for the Anthony Joshua, the Usain Bolt. If you've got that, that's around a hundred pound card. I paid thirty quid for that around Christmas, and I've actually sent that one off to get graded as well. It's just I feel like as soon as you get them graded, and they're in that slab, and if they get like a PSA six or seven and above on the football cards and the like, the older football cards and sports cards, I think you're just in for good money, and they look great. I've seen, I actually saw someone's Instagram yesterday and they had like shells from floor to ceiling with PSA cards and it looked amazing. Like, I want that at some point, especially with my own PSA returns. It would look mad. I'd be over the moon. But anyway, so just like a quick start guide for how to get into football cards. First of all, decide what you want to do. Are you just doing it to collect? Are you doing it to invest? Are you doing it to flip? So if you're just doing it to collect, I'd say just get into the Panini Prism cards, the Selects, and just there's also Immaculates and Impeccables. Don't buy the boxes unless you're absolutely minted. But you can get like, for example, West Ham cards for like 10 to £30 each. Like if you support Newcastle, they're cheap as well. The Man United's and the Arsenal's get a little bit more expensive. So if you support one of them, I'd probably go for the Prism cards to keep the price down a bit. But, yeah, they're the cards I'd recommend collecting because they look the best. And also, if you want to be investing, I'd go for more older cards. Go for the established players like the Beckhams, Vieira, Thierry Henry, if you can find early cards of them. But you just need to go, like, think outside the box because them players have already been brought and, like, the price has gone up. But if you can think about, I don't know, 
Javier Hernandez's rookie card, maybe, because he's a Man United legend. I'd say he's a legend. If you can get his rookie card, you never know. That might be, I don't know, £10 at the moment. And if you got that graded because he went to the MLS, they're probably a bit more of a hype in America around him now. So that could potentially be worth more in the future. Just one off the top of my head. But I'd go for more established players or players that have retired. If you're going to go for the cup, the rookies are out at the moment, just weigh up the price. So like a Saka immaculate rookie is around £1,000 at the moment. Is he going to be as good as like, I don't know, is he going to be as good as Nanny was for Man United? Because Nanny was crazy and his cards are worth like nowhere near £1,000. His rookie card you can probably get for under 100 so you just got to like weigh it up in your head and decide if you think it's worth it. But the main thing is, like I said, think outside the box. Find some players that no one else has looked at yet and go for their rookie cards. Invest in them if you think they're like legends and it's good and it's a good enough price. In my eyes, only go for the rookies that are about now if you really believe in them. It's always a risk with the cards that are with the players that are playing at the moment because obviously they could break a leg and come back shitter. Or they might just become a madness. Like Saka could become the best player ever. You never know. But you just got to go with your gut with them kind of players. I don't really invest in them. Because personally I think it's not really worth the amount they cost in my eyes. But it might be for you. The risk might be worth more than the initial investment. But yeah, like I said, you just got to make your own decision. If you're looking for flipping stuff... I'm not going to tell you exactly what to flip because obviously I do it all the time. and I can't be giving out my sources. But I'd say go for his bundles. Obviously skip over the match attacks and the adrenalines and the more modern stickers in my eyes. Maybe go for the foreign ones like I brought a bundle of um, Daniel Podence rookie stickers from Portugal. I got like 23 of them for 35 quid and they're selling for around £10 each at the moment. Which is obviously good profit but... Yeah, just think outside the box, go go for the stuff that's abroad, go for the bundles of prisms, the bundles of Euro Selects, any of the American cards, just you've got to research, see if they're worth it. And if you can make, I'd say at least try and double your money on a bundle. Don't be pissing about for like 50p's and £1 in my eyes. But obviously, if like I said earlier, if you're doing it in quantity, it's definitely worth it. So yeah, just to go over it again, I think the best things to invest in at the moment are the developed cards like the Legends rookie cards and the I think the Immaculates are going to be good in the future as well because they're just so limited. But obviously get the players that are the Legends or the popular ones. Don't be buying like an Alvaro Morata because let's be honest, he's not amazing. You want to be buying like the Modric's and like some decent Real Madrid players and you know, like the you know what I mean, the legends. I'm definitely just babbling on right now, but if you got this far into it, just thank you for staying with me. And have a look into some vintage boxes, like the 1990 Pro Set, like I've said earlier, any of the foreign uh, football stickers. Like you can get some of them on good deals from like, so the Bundesliga ones from Germany. Have a look what rookies you can get. Buy some of them, and if you get good enough rookies, send them to get graded, and hopefully you can make some money on them. But yeah, I think I've done enough of babbling on now. I thank you all for watching. Well, not watching, you've been listening along, sorry. Just been babbling so long, my head's gone. 
But thank you for all the support on the last episode, all the lovely messages and like voice messages saying how much you loved it and you wanted another episode. Hope this one's lived up to your expectations and I haven't just babbled on for too long. If I have, I'm sure the next episode will be better. The more I do, the better I'll get, hopefully. And yeah, just thank you for support and I will see you on the next one.